0: what's going on everybody welcome to the ask lfc podcast good to be with you all today i'm harrison gilming director of worship arts here at lake forest and huntersville with
1: mike moses lead pastor of lake forest church huntersville good to see you harrison why were we away from the podcast for two weeks
0: We were away from the podcast for two weeks because I would say mainly because we're kicking into the fall and it's been a little crazy around here and we've got some stuff. We got ministry stuff happening, women's ministries launching and we got Sunday morning stuff. People are coming back. We're back to school. Things have just been happening around here, but we want to get back to it.
1: That's pretty much true. And you know what we decided to do at Lake Forest Church, the whole family of churches, because fall... September is just not busy enough on a church staff. You know what we decided to do? We decided to make September the month where all of our staff complete their annual reviews, performance reviews, with their supervisor. And this is the month when every department turns in their budget for next year.
0: Yeah, nothing happening right now. (laughs) We're just
1: trying to overperform in the month of September. And
0: on on top of all of that, you have... Mike, you and I texting at eleven o'clock last night as we are in a oh oh the most important hey
1: the most important stuff going yeah,
0: on heated fall. heated fantasy football battle between Mike and I uh, over whether Russell Russell Wilson was going to score more or oh less than nineteen gosh. points and I I I did end up beating Mike by about. Three hundredths of a point, or something like that,
1: out of a hundred and sixty-eight <laughs> points yep. that both of our teams scored in fantasy football. And in our staff league, you and I were head to head the first yep. week. Yep, y- you won by point four points because Russell Daggum Wilson. <laughs> Completed two meaningless passes yeah. with two minutes left in the game and yeah. still
0: lost. I'm so sorry about that. Not really though. <laughs> so on top of everything else that's going on, okay, which actually, okay. so so w- what we have for you guys today, we are um, we're going to meet a couple of our new staff members here in just a minute. Yeah, which we're, we're excited in a really about
1: fresh season on our staff, um, and w- we want to meet two of them. I want you guys to get to know them because you're, you'll many of you will interface with both of these new folks on our staff um but first um uh, gosh one of the busynesses uh, for me is uh I had had a a funeral and uh almost every weekend for the last uh, four or five weeks and then a couple of weddings and so I took this last weekend completely off (laughs) completely unplugged did not look at emails until Monday morning at 8 a.m. Which is good for me, but I caught up on the worship service from last Sunday, Harrison, and just appreciate your leadership. Uh, uh, you keep rotating fresh, um, new, really gifted people through our worship team, leading us. Uh, even watching it online after the fact, I I, I was worshiping in the spirit last night, e- mm. even while my fantasy football <laughs> dreams were going down the tubes. Yeah, um, I, I I just uh, yep. I was super, um, filled up by the worship yeah. and Jeff's teaching.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, we've, we've been talking for a while back here, uh, with our staff on our Tuesday meetings and things like that. It just feels like, uh, there's, there's some Holy Spirit stuff happening. We're just enjoying kind of catching the breeze and it'll be also cool here in a couple of minutes when we do meet our two new hires, they're actually going to both sing for us a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. I just got some we real each, dirty looks. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we asked them each to prepare a, a little solo moment. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna uh, to, be as part of their. That's gonna be real nice.
0: That's so. going just just be thinking about what that song will be yeah, here in, in a minute for both you guys.
1: Uh, and we asked specifically <laughs> that it be a, an '80s Madonna song. Oh, nice. So if you would both okay,
0: that's good. Be working on that. One thing we want to let you guys know before uh, we move on to that. Uh, in the spirit, it just feels very even more relevant considering where. We have just described that we are as a church. We know that a lot of you listening are in the same place, uh, where there there feels like uh, there are seasons where it just feels like everything is you are hurrying from this thing to that mm-hmm. thing to that thing. Mm-hmm. Your calendar is stacked. Your kids have soccer. You're getting them to school. You have meetings at work. You have the, all. We the have stuff two moms have,
1: in the room who are nodding their heads. Yes, right now.
0: Yeah. yes. There's just stuff. Uh, there's a, a fantastic book called "The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry." Uh, by a guy named John Mark Comer. And uh, we, as we were thinking about and praying about what to talk about throughout this fall, uh, the ideas of that book just kind of kept popping up. And uh, we decided here we have a couple more weeks of unsubscribe. And in October, we are launching into a brand new sermon series.
1: Yes, called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And, And this will be one of our series. We usually do maybe one a year that is directly tied to a book or a sermon series somewhere else that, that we saw the Holy Spirit really used powerfully in people's lives. And we've seen this book has been out for a few years now. And especially among um, younger Christians, this book has caught fire. And so Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, We're looking, which sounds kind of funny. We're coming out of a pandemic where we've all been chained at home and like, wh- what do you mean hurry? I'm sitting here still eating chip and dip. Um, That was me. Um, uh, And yet we're back. This is always in our culture. So we're going to look at some of the core uh, scriptural, uh, spiritual practices to eliminate hurry from our lives. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, Oh, and a recommendation of mine is that if your community group is looking for what to study this fall, if you haven't picked something, most community groups are just gathering for the first time. Um, our my community group, uh, and I'm not the leader of it, Angie and I are just in it. We've been in it for 15 years. We're going to study that book. Uh, it, ha- it comes with a study guide, uh, and so we're starting that next week, and I might suggest that to your community groups. It'll go along with the sermon series, um, and you can do a more in-depth study um, as you go.
0: Perfect. All okay,
1: right. with that.
0: Let's get to it.
1: Let's introduce you to two new, important, awesome people on the Lake Forest Church Huntersville staff. Um, and I'll introduce you in order of hire. Eliza Chittister, welcome.
2: Thank you. Good morning.
1: What is your title?
2: Children's Ministry Assistant.
1: Okay. And uh, Morgan Ford, welcome.
2: Hi.
1: Morgan, yesterday was your first day. We it always record was. this on Tuesday morning, so... Um, We won't always put you on the spot like this. What is your title with us?
3: I am a communications manager. Communications. Sounds very fancy. Yes,
1: it is. (laughs) And a little known fact about Morgan, she has been on more church staffs than I have. (laughs) I was an assistant pastor at one church in Memphis for five years before planting Lake Forest. So how many church staffs have you been on, Morgan?
3: This is my third.
1: Yeah, so Morgan is actually a professional church communicator. Like in a a cool way, what were your your first, uh, your other two churches and where that you worked in communications with?
3: So the first one was First Presbyterian Church in San Antonio, Texas. And I was the media coordinator there and then transitioned into the missions director. And then the second church was Lakeway Church in Austin, Texas, and I was their director of communications. And now here I am.
1: And now here you are on the, okay, this is... Eliza, I don't know if you know this, um, on the Sunday when Morgan and her husband came up and introduced themselves to me, I believe it was July 6th. It, it was the 4th of July sermon about Christian citizenship. And and your husband was very kind to come up and introduce himself with a very firm handshake. And uh, <laughs> Pastor Mike, we're new here and we're loving Lake Forest. We moved here from Austin, Texas and just appreciated that sermon. And then you said... Yeah, and da da da, and I was communications director at our last church, and behind my eyeballs, I was like, "What?" Light bulb. Susan Arrington just told me the week before <laughs> that she had she was kind of moving on in her career from our communications job, and I didn't say anything because you know maybe you were terrible at it at your last <laughs> church. Um, who knew? Uh, and and yet here we are. Oh, and here's the crazy. Okay, a lot of the, I bet you don't know this either. Um... Uh, the crazy thing was, then I went and told Susan. I'm like, Susan, there's somebody new here who's a communications director from two other churches. And Susan's like, Wow, you? Who knows? And then Thursday, she texts me. She's like, What? She's the mother of my daughter's best friend in her class. Like y'all were arranging rides or something. A play you date. Out. Just
3: had a play date. Yeah. And I walked in and I'm talking to her and she told me she was leaving. I'm like, man, I, I know what that feels like to leave a church that you're in love with your community and, you know, just showing some empathy. And she's like, wait a second. You've been on church staff before. Mm-hmm. Mike just told me about you yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just really funny. Just a really cool God story.
1: Eliza, one, I mean, um, Morgan, um, one of the things as I was interviewing you that I appreciated that I came home and said to Angie, actually, was uh, Morgan has been communications director for two church, good-sized churches, uh, working closely with senior pastor, which that always entails, and, and she loved both of them. They were good experiences. That was so encouraging to me. Um, uh, I don't know how to turn that into a question. Um, why were those good experiences being on church staffs as opposed to becoming cynical about church?
3: So I think as a congregation member, sometimes you think of the pastor as someone that's not approachable, but when you actually get to work underneath them and get to know them as people, you find that's just complete completely not the case. So it's just been a really fun experience to get to know these, you know, senior pastors, these amazing people, amazing men of God as humans.
1: Hmm. I'm glad to hear that about some of my colleagues. Um, Mike yeah. is
3: very approachable, too.
1: <laughs> well, it's been one day.
3: <laughs> we'll give it time. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, I can keep up for about a week, the fact that I'm not actually a tyrant behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I, I've, I've managed to keep it for a day and a half now. Eliza, have you ever been on a church staff before?
2: I have not. This is my first time.
1: Okay. Usually it is. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your work background?
2: I have many, I've worn many hats, so okay. I told Kelly that in my interview, so I have lots of stories to tell, so.
1: D- tell um, us about some of the hats you've had on yeah, in your Yeah, so
2: life. I just recently came off my own cleaning business, so I did that for years around Huntersville, huh. um. Uh, I got lots of joy out of that because I'm a very neat and tidy person so I came up with the idea like if I'm cleaning my own house obsessively I <laughs> should try to do that for other people <laughs> so if I can help another mom who's really busy um, I'm going to throw it out there and so I did that for years oh. um, kind of made my own schedule and it worked with my kids schedules and so um, I was very happy doing that um, so yeah that was my most recent hat that I wore. So
1: Nice and where yeah. are you from? Elijah?
2: I'm originally from Tennessee um, but I've kind of lived every where we moved um, to Georgia and South Carolina for my husband to go to school, and then we moved here for him to um, kind of put some roots down and start work with his um, uh, attorney position, and so um, okay. and then getting kids into school, you know, you kind of stay for a while, so... Uh, we moved to Huntersville in 2014, and then once kids get into school, you kind of stick around. So we we've, we've been here yeah. and and really like it here. So
1: well, we uh, the Moses family certainly has enjoyed the blessings of longevity and rootedness in one community, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always, you know, that that's not always uh, for every family, but it it has its own unique gifts and blessings for us for sure, uh, and Morgan, I, I know you said that that's your you guys' intention, and you all picked Charlotte in part. Your husband travels quite a bit and could kind of almost be anywhere, and you all intend to put down roots here after having moved quite a bit in Texas and elsewhere. So I'd love for each of you, Eliza and, and Morgan, how did you find Lake Forest Church, and why um, and again, Eliza is um, is with our children's ministry team and is going to make all the trains run on time. Uh, as, as we just heard, she has great attention to detail, and we have lots of vision and lots of heart in children's ministry, and we need great attention to detail, and we're really thankful for you, Eliza. Uh, and then Morgan is our new communications manager uh, of all things, just keeping us on message, keeping me from to say the right thing and not say the wrong thing that will get me fired. Um, So uh, Eliza, you first, Um, how how did you, how did you guys find Lake Forest church and why did you make this your church home?
2: Um, So I live like a stone's throw away. I can ride my bike to church sometimes. So we found this church Kind of just by accident, but this is just like the church that I grew up with. Um, same kind of music style, and so once we found it, we knew that this was where we wanted to be. Um, so we've been coming here for quite a few years. I was telling Harrison, I can't pinpoint exactly when we started, but um, we knew this was what our church home, want, what we wanted it to be. Um, but yeah, so we've been coming here, and our kids have enjoyed Tropolis and so Um, I remember telling you that I filled out the card to want to serve. Yeah. Um, and I knew that the children's ministry was where I wanted to serve because my kids aren't very little anymore. I mean, my son is eight, but I knew I wanted to serve with the littles because I love that age and you can still hug on them and love on them for a little while and then, then you can hand them back. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but I love that age. So, um, I was able to serve in the twos and threes, which was what age I wanted to serve. And then I had an opportunity in March to serve, um, at the week long raising hope. And I did the worship, um, with Lauren Harmon. That's right. And okay. Now I can picture that. Yes. Yeah. So I loved that so much. And I was there the whole week with the raising hope and, I just felt a calling after that. Like, I just knew something was – I just Mm. wanted to be here even more after that. And so then I was telling Kelly that that job posting kind of, like, presented itself. And I was like, okay, Lord, I hear you. Like, something is – I'm going to apply for this job. And so I had talked to Kelly, and so – Anyway, that's where the ball started rolling. And so I just knew that something was calling me to be here after that Raising Hope event. So here I am.
1: (laughs) Thank you for that. And I remember uh, us really visiting Mm -hmm. as I was walking around art camp this summer and Mm -hmm. you and your daughter were with the Littles also Mm -hmm. uh, that whole week, which just um, I was impressed by that. And it was neat to see you and her serving Mm -hmm. together. Angie says the same thing. She loves to serve with the babies on Sunday mornings. Uh, She loves to to hold the babies, and she loves for the young parents to be able to go into worship, mm-hmm. you know, without them, and then she loves to hand the babies back.
2: Yeah, it's um, just enough time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Morgan, how did you guys find Lake Forest, and, and why did this become your church home?
3: For sure. So, I mean, there are a lot of really great churches in Lake Norman area. So, when we moved here, we, we did a lot of, for lack of a better word, church shopping. Sure, you that's, know. The that's, <laughs> that's the term. That's the term. Um, so, I mean, we... You know, we tried months at a time at different places, and then when we, and being on church staff for as many years as I have, you kind of walk in looking at things differently Mm -hmm. and just observing Mm -hmm. all the different aspects of church. So it's kind of picky, you know, like looking (laughs) for the the perfect church, and there is no perfect church, but when we came to Lake Forest, and I guess it was right before Easter, we walked in and it just felt like home. Like, from, from everything, from Kitropolis, Our kids already had friends there that they didn't know um, that they were, you know, attending here. So they instantly had buddies. We came in. You know, Harrison, and just the worship was incredible, which I was not expecting. And, uh, and just Mike's message and just experiencing Mike's humility as a pastor was really appealing to us. So, I mean, it's just all in all a really amazing church. So we never turned back. We've been here since.
1: Um, Nate. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, and I think that's about normal in your case. Uh, started before Easter and then midsummer, introduce yourselves to me. Um, well, love that both of you are here. Uh, what is one thing that you might each tell us about? And Morgan, we'll go to you first time here. Uh, and again, uh, friends, Ask LSV Podcast. We're not trying to reach the whole world with this podcast, although welcome to our listeners in Shanghai today. Um, uh, this is kind of the insiders for folks who want to engage a bit more at Lake Forest, uh, and and you're the folks more kind of leaned in and in the know, and we appreciate that about you. Um, and so that's why we just want to get to know these two new staff members today. Um, uh, I, I'd just love to hear one What's what's one moment in your either uh, that uh, is, is just one detail about how you first came to faith in Jesus or uh, something that's your favorite way of growing in your faith or your favorite practice of your faith? I, I'm, that's a very broad question intentionally because mm. I didn't ask you ahead of time.
3: Yeah, uh-oh, this, this could go deep. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't have like a super great upbringing, so... I, you know, this is I start, Morgan. Yeah, this is Morgan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started going to church just because my mom was trying to get me saved. I was a mess. I was a hot mess. So she brought me <laughs> to church. <laughs> and please introduce yourself and ask me more about the story. You know, I'll go into it because it is a really interesting story. But um, the way I came to know the Lord was through the youth pastor's wife. And she just took the time to spend with me. And I think that's just, I feel like this is the kind of church where they stop and they take time when they notice a kid that needs extra help. Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of one of the big reasons why we're here. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, I'll never forget her. We still, we're still still buddies on Facebook. I've her since high school now. Oh. She's got grown-up kids, and um, it's just her spending that time changed my life.
1: Wow, well, I, I was in a smaller church, and it was the youth pastor and one youth leader spending extra time with me in my high school years that um, taught me that you can have a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ, and I just believed it, and I experienced it, and I'm never letting that go. And that's uh, all day, every day, <laughs> and every Sunday. That's all I'm trying to do is put somebody else's hand. I'm like, can I grab your hand, <laughs> and I can I put it in the hand of the one whom I found is there? Mm. And our divine friend uh, uh, for every need and every want. Um, so, Morgan, I, I think what that speaks to is a relationality in ministry. Absolutely. Um, one of our core values here, and, and I'm sure you both have them memorized, as is required of every employee before your first day of work, right? Me. Did Did you get to? Hope someone, somebody made you quote those.
3: <laughs> I see. I see it written down on Harrison's blackboard, so I could. I could cheat.
1: <laughs> so. Uh, one, we have five core values. Uh, love like Jesus, mm-hmm. live like Jesus, journey like Jesus, something like lead. Jesus. Uh, well, I'm getting to that one. There's another one.
0: Oh, yeah. Mike, you're uh, And oh! lead like Jesus, lead like Jesus. <laughs> um,
1: and there's bullet points under each of those, like three, that, mod, you know, uh, and, and the lead like Jesus toward more and better mm-hmm. disciples, leaders, and churches. Uh, and the first drop down bullet there under lead like Jesus is staying personal in our and relational in our influence in ministry, no matter size of church mm-hmm. and so Morgan, I appreciate hearing that about how you, the Lord first reached you that way. It wasn't broadcast, it was narrow cast it was someone looking you in the eye and just teaching you about god's love through Jesus. Uh, and, and at our best, that's, that's what we want. And Eliza um, in Catropolis, if we're well organized, it frees ministry partners uh, who we call heroes. If, mm-hmm. if they serve, we don't use the word volunteer at Lake Forest. That's a dirty word. Um, you don't volunteer at your church any more than you babysit your own children. <laughs> we we the, our church is our family, and we each have our a role in it and and ketropolis heroes serve, that's their way of serving as a ministry partner and you're so eliza in a way, your job is setting up ministry partners to do that look in the eyeballs of an adult to a child Jesus loves you baby <laughs> like over and over and over um what, what's something in your your experience as a christian Eliza that you might just I I don't know um, something that you might share with us
2: I think that something that people I mean you might not know this about me but um, I am in prayer a lot um i get no, that from my dad yeah you. so um did you say I, you get that from your dad yeah my dad prays a lot um huh. i pray while i'm driving when i was cleaning i would my husband said if there was ever a book written about me it would be called prayers of vacuuming um <laughs> <laughs> i pray while i'm vacuuming like i feel like i just have been constant prayer about my family my kids like their safety at school um Health of family members and friends, and so I feel like I'm just in constant prayer. So you might just see me there, and I'm like, dear, like I'm like constantly in prayer. So that's really? funny. Like he was like, if there's ever a book written about you, I feel like it would be called Prayers and Vacuuming. <laughs> like,
1: and is it is most that's really me? Yeah, to know about I feel like you, I'm Eliza. just like constantly
2: praying. Like um, I don't know, it just makes me feel more relaxed, or just like that I put it out there. Um, so I feel like a lot of people don't know that about me. But well, um, because
1: you yeah. could be stewing over recent slights, something, you know, your husband didn't notice that you asked him for, or he didn't take <laughs> out the trash when it was overflowing or whatever. You could be stewing over things like that, and yet you've chosen um, instead in those moments when your mind can, is going to be focused on something, you've chosen to focus it on the Lord and, and is it mostly petitionary? Is it mostly praying for?
2: No, I was going to say a lot of it is even just thank you, like really? thankful prayers, like thank you for this day, thank you for, like, this house, or, like, thank hmm. you, like thankful prayers. Um, so, um, yeah, I feel like I'm, like, in prayer a lot, and people don't know that about me, so.
1: I love knowing that about yeah. you. <laughs> and it's interesting how that fits to someone who as you described yourself earlier, someone who is sort of supporting and making the whole thing go well Mm -hmm. by doing behind the scenes work. And that's really somebody who has a gifting or a calling to prayer. Mm -hmm. As Jesus said, don't, don't stand out in in the middle of Gilead road, wave your hands go, Hey, I'm praying (laughs) now, please. I want some credit. That'd be more (laughs) like me. Um, and it's really beautiful that you go in your closet, so to speak, or or with the vacuum cleaner. With the vacuum, uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> uh, that makes me happy. That makes me happier for our church staff. And mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Just about both of you in the ways that so you and you had the example of your father, mm-hmm. and that's God's plan A. And Morgan, this is what you want for your children: is God's plan A is is not Abraham, but Abraham's children, mm. right? God specially revealed himself to Abraham as an adult and saved him out of his stuff in Ur, whatever's going on in Ur. I don't know what Abraham was doing in Ur, <laughs> but he needed to know the love of the one true God, and God revealed himself to him, and he will do that for people, but his plan A is for Abraham's children and children, 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 and now our children is that through the leadership of a parent, that um, our children never know a day uh, when they're not in a God-bathed world and they're loved by God and God is accessible through Jesus and present in the Holy Spirit. Um, Yeah, okay. Favorite movie, Eliza?
2: We talked about this the other day. I said I'm not a huge movie buff, but I'm going to go back on that. Okay, okay, you can revise your answer in the
1: interview. Mm -hmm. It It was a... it was satisfactory. We hired you. Yeah, but...
2: I'm going to say The Princess Bride because I used to watch oh. that. yeah. Yeah, I said... I used to watch that as a kid, like, on repeat. So, I'm going to say that.
1: As you <laughs> wish. <laughs> Morgan, how about you? Favorite movie?
3: Uh, so, yeah, they ask us this when we, they have our staff meetings before they hire us. And mine was Goodwill Hunting. And I got, I got a nod from Harrison. So, <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> it's one of those classics... I had wow. to. I had to ask a question. <laughs> no one else asked. This. I said we cannot leave this room until <laughs> somebody asks this question. So. It's not as funny as Princess Bride, but no. no. But <laughs> yeah.
1: oh, so excellent! And the birth of, of uh, a few notable careers in the film industry. Well, hey, friends, uh, that's the Ask LFC podcast for today. Please introduce yourselves to Eliza and Morgan around uh, the church. And as you can hear, um, our staff team just um, has a heart for the Lord first and foremost, and that's why they have a a heart to serve uh, our church. To the end that uh, uh, more and better disciples of Jesus are made. In the end that's what the church is supposed to be do be doing all day every day some version of the great commission which is more and better disciples of jesus morgan and eliza thank you for joining our staff and hooking your career uh, horse up to our wagon i'm very thankful for you
3: thank you Mike.